my Choose Love family. This is Scarlett, the founder of the Jesse Lewis Choose Love Movement. And I'm here with my mom, Jesse's Nana, Maureen Lewis. We're sitting at her house in front of the fire in Newtown, and we're having a pretty great conversation. So we thought that we would share it. Of course, we always think we have great conversations. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe not everybody thinks that. <laughs> Like everybody would like to hear what we're talking about because we're talking about being overwhelmed mm-hmm. and having anxiety with everything that's going on in our world today. And I'm just talking about how many people are calling me to tell me that and, and how they're I'm anxious hearing that in schools, in homes, in communities. And of course, how do we love and serve that to help people? And, and reduce that uncomfortable feeling, that mm-hmm. feeling of uncertainty mm-hmm. and fear, mm-hmm. ultimately fear. Mm-hmm. You're saying it starts out as fear and that is then shown by anxiety and feeling overwhelmed and um, very um, preoccupied with too many things to do, mm-hmm. right? perplexed by things in life. Mm-hmm. So that's where we started and then how could we, how could we get over that? Mm-hmm. And the first thing I thought of was to make a list of everything you have to do for the day or forever. I mean, <laughs> but forever? I mean some, of it, some of it may not be able to be accomplished today, but just things that are on your mind that you need to do. That, that are putting you in overwhelm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's like all these little things. And, yeah. And, and you, you wake up, do you wake up feeling grateful or do you wake up feeling overwhelmed? And if you wake up feeling overwhelmed, then make a list and prioritize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking the first thing is probably when you look at that list to feel gratitude because because you can make a list because you're here and you're healthy and you're actually capable and you're involved, you're involved in life and you have responsibilities to yourself, to people around you. You have things you have to do. And that's part of being part of life. And that's a privilege. And being connected. Being connected. To people and Mm -hmm. events. Mm -hmm. Right. Having a job. Or even if you don't have a job, Mm -hmm. you you have... Connection to family. Yeah, relationships. Connection to obligations. You know, things that, that have people something are to do. On you. Yeah. What if you got up and there was nothing to do? Yeah. You might right. think that that would sound nice, but you know that that causes its own anxiety. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That's exactly right. So, trying to change your perspective of how you look at things, and Scarlett was quoting uh, Wayne Dyer, who said, if you change your perspective, the way you look at things, the, the things that you see actually change. Is that how it goes? Uh, it's uh, <laughs> when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And so I think a lot of people right now are saying, I'm so overwhelmed. Um, I mean, I'm hearing, I'm at the breaking point. I can't take another thing. And just out of control their minds are just out of control with worry and anxiety. Yeah, uncertainty. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of that comes from uncertainty for the future. And mm-hmm. um, anxiety is rooted in thoughts of uncertainty for the future. And I guess mm-hmm. for me, 
thank goodness, knock on wood, maybe I don't have a lot of anxiety because I learned that, that, you know, that, that tomorrow isn't guaranteed. And I think that we were going through life thinking that it was, and even that can be a gift knowing that tomorrow isn't guaranteed. So how would you live today if today were the last day? Mm -hmm. Right. And I heard somebody that said, um, always talk to people in your conversations like it's the last conversation you would ever Mm -hmm. have to them. Mm -hmm. And I loved that. Where was that from? Oh, maybe Dr. Iger? (sighs) Dr. Edie Iger. She was our book club. A couple of months ago. Yeah. Yeah, no, in December. Okay, in right? December. Yeah. yeah. Seems like yeah. a couple of months, but it's yeah. really only last month. Yeah, um, yeah. so uh, just even that, you said, you know, that's a privilege to... Um, I said it was a privilege to be aware of those feelings. <laughs> right. Just to even be, just to be able to know that you are experiencing anxiety because you have all your cognitive abilities. I don't know. I just, I just feel so grateful for the basics. Just, just, I, you know, I can move. I'm, I'm capable of moving myself, getting up, getting dressed, going to the car, making decisions, you know, pulling on all of your resources and coming up with good decisions and, That is enough to be really grateful if you just kind of think about that first. It is. And, of course, the interesting, you know, dinner that we had last night, the privilege of having dinner with Yannick, who is our new ambassador from Rwanda and New Jersey. Yannick, whose book we're going to be reading, Starfish from Africa, in May. But we met him for the first time yesterday, and he, you know... His entire family was murdered in front of him when he was Mm -hmm. three years old in the Mm -hmm. Rwandan genocide. He's a Tutsi. Mm -hmm. And his neighbors that he knew tried to chop his head off. And he's got this scar. I was sitting on that side of him that saw the scar. I asked him if I could take a picture. It's from his dimple, right? Mm -hmm. Because we commented that Mm -hmm. he still had his dimple, which was Mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. Through his ear all the way to the back of his neck. Oh, Oh, yeah. So he came close to just cutting his head off. That's and, what they were trying to do. Yeah. And he said this was a neighbor that they were actually very close to. Yeah. And he had raised his, um, what were they? Machete. Machete. And the next swipe was going to cut his head off. Right. And for some reason, the, instead, the neighbor just hit it on a table that was nearby yeah. and chopped the table in two. Right. So, I mean, he was spared just... I don't know if that neighbor just had a moment of, what am I doing? Yeah. Why am I going to do this? Well, he was spared for a reason. And I think it's so that he can share his story and inspire people. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. certainly inspired me. Mm -hmm. And, and And the other thing that inspired me was a talk with Bill Lavin, who actually wrote the book. He is the founder of Where Angels Play. They built all of these playgrounds and just the beautiful, miraculous story of how he got to Rwanda. He was inspired by... Um, paying it forward uh, for Jesse's playground, but by the work that JT had done in Newtown Helps Rwanda Mm -hmm. after orphan genocide survivors had reached out to JT following his little brother's murder. And then Mm -hmm. JT turned back around to reach out to them, Mm -hmm. which resulted in him 
sending two orphan genocide survivors to university. And then we helping went their families. helping their families. We went to visit them. And so then Bill went over to build a playground, but he was talking about, um, you know, we're, Yannick is now our ambassador and um, we're going to be having him talk. And he said, well, you know, you have to really kind of work through the cultural things because in Rwanda, they're so used to violence that they talk about it like it's commonplace, but we're not used mm-hmm. to violence. And he mm-hmm. was saying, you know, some of the questions that he asked you about Jesse's injuries, I was, you know, cringing inside. And of course, you can ask me anything, but, you know, other people might be offended. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Bill said that's because they, you know, that's part of their lives. It's not part of our lives here. And I thought, wow, mm-hmm. how amazing is that? How lucky right. are we? Right. That it's not that we, you know, we're not used to talking about that. And right. that, 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 that would offend us. It's, it is, <laughs> Even the act of being offended is, uh, is a privilege. A privilege. <laughs> yeah, and, and the fact that it's not an everyday thing, an everyday occurrence, which they are, they are faced with in Rwanda. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a massacre, but just violence and, and um, deprivation and, and scrambling around to try to make poverty. ends meet. Poverty. The fact that that's not familiar to us on our everyday life. I mean, we're aware of it. Yeah, so interesting to to talk with Yannick and to hear about how he grew up in Rwanda and, you know, how there was just, you know, nothing. No running water, no flushing toilets. If you want to go back to basics, no electricity. Um, pretty food, much food was scarce, abject poverty. Mm-hmm. He never celebrated a birthday ever. He didn't even know when his birthday was. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the first birthday he ever celebrated was when he came to America and Bill just decided when he heard that he'd never had a birthday to celebrate his birthday. Well, today is as good a day as any. Let's celebrate your birthday. Mm-hmm. So they sang him songs and he was crying. And then they brought out this cake with candles on it. And he didn't even know to blow out the candles. Yeah, I mean, did not know. wow, mm-hmm. we have a lot to be grateful for. We do. We do. <laughs> and, and gratitude has an inverse relationship with anxiety and overwhelm. You know what I mean? It's like we, we have so many thoughts every day. I talk about this a lot, but it's worth repeating. And you can only focus on one thought at a time. So are you mm-hmm. going to focus on uh, a, a negative, lower energy fearful thought or a grateful thought. Mm -hmm. And you might think, well, I don't have any control because I just have, I'm riddled with anxiety and I've had anxiety attacks. I had panic attacks, um, after your divorce. And so I know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. Um, but Mm -hmm. I also know because I can speak with credibility that having that regular gratitude practice and, and, and developing the ability to think about what you're thinking about and to shift your lens of focus Mm -hmm. to being grateful Mm -hmm. reduces anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I use it every day, all day long. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking when you say the ability to think about what you're thinking about, I would even add to be grateful that you can think about what you're thinking about, (laughs) that you have that cognitive privilege and blessing to be able to really use your mind mm-hmm. and be aware of it. So you, in, in that regard, it gives you some control. It is almost a choice. I mean, I know anxiety doesn't sound like a, seem like a choice. Well, right? you, if you break it down, so 
So stress is different than anxiety. And I think we mm-hmm. lump them together, but mm-hmm. I think it's important that we understand that they're two different things. Stress mm-hmm. is like these external events over which you usually have no control. Like traffic. Or you feel you have no control. Like traffic okay. yeah. or like Maybe, COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, right, or, right, right. And, mm-hmm. uh, and our anxiety is how we react to that stress. Mm-hmm. And so actually we do have control over how we react. Well, what do you mean? I don't feel like I have control. All I feel is anxiety. Well, if you breathe, bring yourself to the present moment and ask yourself a question. Am I safe? Am I well? You know, do you have COVID in this moment right now? Mm-hmm. No, most likely not, if, especially if you're listening to this podcast. Um, so are you, are you safe? Well, yes. In the present moment right I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you well? Well, yeah, right now I am. Okay. Well, that's all you have. You have right here, right now. And what we do with our negative bias, because we have this negative bias where we focus on the negative cavemen focused on a saber tooth tiger. We focus on negative thinking. The majority mm-hmm. of our thoughts are negative and repetitive. And what we tend to do is catastrophize. In our mind, we make up worst case scenarios. We're constantly running through scenarios (laughs) every single day, right? Oh my God, what if? What if, right? And, but the what if, in fact, we were, this is what brought this whole thing up because we're sitting here and you said something like that, but what if, what if, what if? And it's like, wait a minute. What do you mean, what if? It's not, it's, that's not even a reality. That's something you're making up in your mind, a worst case scenario. Oh, and if that one doesn't happen, then what if this one happens? And if this doesn't happen, then what if that happens? But wait a minute, let's rein it in and come back here into the present moment. What's the reality right now? We're safe and we're healthy right now. So, whoa, sit with that for a moment. Mm -hmm. Let that wash over you. Mm -hmm. Let that give your mind and your body a break, Mm -hmm. a break, Mm -hmm. right? And I have to remember, the other day I had said to Scarlett, um, I was overwhelmed. I just had, I had, I had kind of like just, I don't know, I hadn't given up, but it was just, you know, kind of renewing a list every day, every month, the same things on the list. And Scarlett looked at me and she said, so what? Just don't do anything today. So what? Right. Just let it go. Right. And I thought, wow, I could. I mean, I've been putting it on a list every day anyway. I mean, why not just What's one more move, day? move that list to tomorrow and, well, it's not, like, and enjoy today? Right. Well, that was your paperwork. Yeah, my paperwork. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing air quotes. Paperwork. <laughs> Filing, right? Yeah. Filing. What did I'm you want to do? Oh, you had day. to read the book for the book club. Mm-hmm. And you were like, well, I have to file, but I need to, I really, what I want to do is just lay down on the couch and read. Right. And I'm like, then do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the beauty of COVID too, yeah. right? We're home. Mm-hmm. We're, I, we're ground. Oh. I'm grounded at home. Different meaning when you grow up being grounded because mm-hmm. I'm usually flying all over the place to, mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of people are suffering, but it's been nice for me to be home at Very the farm. Nice. I'm with mm-hmm. JT, I'm taking care of the animals mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I feel like, um, one of the things that I do is I make lists of things to do 
and I prioritize them, which is helpful. So I get up and I have these in my Google calendar. I make little lines at the very beginning and those are priorities. I really have to do them today. And, and if Alexis, my chief operating officer was listening to this, she'd be laughing because she, she sees sometimes those little lines go from day to day, you know, like (laughs) I switch them from Monday to Tuesday, but, (laughs) but you know, they eventually get done. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if they don't, what's, what's the worst? Right. The world doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. You just have another day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it goes by so fast. I feel like, um, it does for me. I know in the morning, like I, I have this thing where I go down and I make my coffee first thing, even before I let the dogs out, I'm getting that coffee filter and putting it in the coffee and I'm looking out the same window every morning. And I'm like, am I doing this again already? Right? What happened? Like, like, wait a minute. I was just here making coffee and now I'm doing it again. So 24 hours have gone by. Whoa, what did I do with that 24 hours? I hope I made really good use of it. I feel like I do, but you really you you really do when you're living in the moment, not catastrophizing Mm -hmm. in the future, not dredging up the past. That's not productive. Mm-hmm. It really isn't mm-hmm. when you're in the moment, when you're, you know, when you're, you're, you're engaged, engaged with life with right life. now. Thank you. This time. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and working on your connections, mm-hmm. relationships. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, all kinds of relationships. Even if you're working on a relationship with your animals and your children and your business and right. your schools and your Charity work, whatever. Right. It's engaging. Yes. Engaging in life, mm-hmm. in the present moment. Mm-hmm. You will never regret that. In mm-hmm. fact, I say the best way to live your life with the fewest regrets is to be present mm-hmm. with the ones that you love. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, yeah. I, I was trying to think of a book I had read that she was talking about standing at the kitchen sink window and having her uh, hands in soapy dishwater. And she was washing dishes and looking out the window. It was just a little phrase. We can try to find it for this, too, and add it, maybe, or something. But I got, and I put it on the window at the store, and I got people who just loved that. Because she was in the moment, enjoying the bubbles, the warm water, the the ability to do dishes, Mm -hmm. and looking out this window at life and the world and the beauty of nature and just enjoying that moment, not thinking about, oh, I'm doing dishes and I got it, you know. Right. It was just the present right there. Yeah. And even that just gives you a relief. And appreciating it. I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing. And it's, this goes back to choose love. Choose. Mm -hmm. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. It's a choice. Every moment you have a choice. How empowering is that? Mm -hmm. It's really kind of amazing. Mm -hmm. Your life is going to be what you make of it. And tomorrow's not guaranteed. We know that now. So what are you going to do today? Make sure that you're kind. You're not regretting things that you're saying to people. Mm-hmm. I loved when somebody said, "Have always make sure the last thing you say to somebody, because it might be the last thing you say to somebody, is kind. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not something you regret. Right. In case you never saw them again. Right. Enjoy that person. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I'm surprised for you to say how fast 24 hours went. Because (laughs) I was saying the other day, 
does time seem to be going really fast to you? Yeah, I, mean, I feel I'll like just... it does. Like weeks are flying by. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's it's, already... it's Monday again. Yeah, or already the end of January. Yeah. So it, it is. Didn't we just have the book club? Yeah, and we're having it this Wednesday. Right. That's why I was so surprised by it. Yeah. So yeah, so appreciate every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Every and day. And take those lists and just do what you can. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do. Mm-hmm. Do what you can. If you do one thing, you got one thing done. Mm-hmm. And if you do ten, that's great. But I mean, ten little things. Even. Yeah. And I think perspective is really important. I do too. That you know, people people are. I mean, we may not have seen this in our lifetimes, but it's not like it's never happened because it has happened before. There have been pandemics. Mm-hmm. Um, our great grandparents went through. The uh, World Spanish War One, World War Two, the Spanish flu, the Great Depression, all in one lifetime. I mean, you were talking about how you watched your grandmother, who had gone mm-hmm. through the Great Depression, mm-hmm. um, and she actually has shaped kind of how you are a, a saver and, you know, <laughs> how you wash the tinfoil. <laughs> I scrape butter off of the uh, butter wrapper. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I do that because I watched my grandmother and mother do that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think it, uh, it's wonderful to, to uh, now my perspective with them is just remembering them and the things they did. And Donna, even my grandmother, even in all that, having gone through trying to hold her family together, and it was very difficult to find a job, and my grandfather was uh, not able to work. Um, he'd had a heart attack because he had lost everything in the Depression, lost everything everything in the depression and um so she she she, was sewing right for different people or no she 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 well for one thing had her own chickens and uh you know managed her household but one job she got was collecting on the electric bills in the town of claremore oklahoma yeah and she had to walk from house to house to collect the bills and probably a lot of people couldn't pay them Mm mm-hmm so it probably wasn't a very productive job, but um, and the story is that one night she, when she came home, she had walked so many miles that day that her feet were bleeding, and yeah. she couldn't walk up the back stairs. So she came, she crawled up the back stairs to get home. I mean, just you know, her wonderful, and yet when I knew her, that was before I was born, but when I knew her singing. You know, as I was telling Scarlett, she talk sang because she said she couldn't carry a tune, so she would talk the words to mm-hmm. the song. But she she was so happy. Mm-hmm. She just had that happiness in her. Well, because adversity really does strengthen us. Or not. But it did strengthen her. Mm-hmm. And it, it was adversity. Well, it's the difference between a growth and fixed mindset. And, and we teach growth mindset. And I think it's important to understand, be aware of it. <laughs> I do too. Or you don't know it. Or you don't know it. Like yeah. you, you know, I think, I think when you're starting to have those feelings of overwhelm, instead of saying, I am overwhelmed, I am at my breaking point. I mean, those uh-huh. are such powerful statements, those I am statements. I think, you know, I think that um, you should remember that... You could look at it as something that is insurmountable, that is scary, mm-hmm. that uh, you feel you like you can't do. do, you don't have the capacity, 
you've never done this before, you don't think it can be done, or <laughs> you can choose to look at it as a challenge, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. as as an opportunity for growth, because mm-hmm. it really is as as a strengthening mm-hmm. um, and as a new experience. And you know what? That's going to yeah. translate into everyone around you. You know, if you're an educator, mm-hmm. even if you're saying the right words to the kids, but you're feeling this sense of overwhelm, they're mm-hmm. going to know that mm-hmm. because you're translating that energy mm-hmm. to them. You do. So you it's can. so it important up. to say, you know, um, this is a, this is a, a difficult time. I'm not saying don't be in the moment and authentic, but you have a choice of how you see this. And it literally is a, a roadblock, a challenge, a, you know, mm-hmm. a hardship. How do you, how do you, how do you want to look at it today? Are you going to look at it like it's insurmountable? Or are you going to look at it like, uh, you know, with, with almost curiosity, if you can, what are the lessons that are in here for me? Because I know that I'm going to grow through this. I know this is going to make me stronger. How is that going to happen? And that completely changes the way that you look at things. Mm-hmm. And that's really interesting because that word curiosity is so important every day. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember who else emphasized that, but I want to say again, Dr. Iger, mm-hmm. some book we just read was talking about curiosity. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, wow, I hadn't thought about that word. Yeah. But what a different, wonderful way to look at things. It's like, here's a box. You can call it a problem, but or, you know, something to do, something on your list. You want to open it. You're curious. You know what's inside here. What can I? How can I do this? How's this going to unfold? Yeah, yeah. And and it, what a wonderful attitude. Yeah. And to have that curiosity is so important. Yeah. In life, period. I think it's kind of it's the, wonder. Yeah. It's wonder. It's the difference between fear and love, mm-hmm. right? Do you fear it? It was interesting because I, I started, um, I started a group. And it's just an online thing for support. And uh, so it was the first time for everybody to be in this group. And uh, I was listening because, you know, the, the facilitator said, how are you showing up to the group? And uh, it was interesting because people were saying, oh, I'm, I've never done this before. I'm, 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 I, I'm anxious. I, I'm fear, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to expect. I'm, I'm worried. I, but I, at the same time, I'm kind of excited. But, you know, it was like, wow, okay. I mean, it's an online group. And, you know, but there was a lot of fear and anxiety about it because they didn't know what was going to happen because they'd never done this before. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, okay, all right, it's, it's a, it's a online, you know, an hour a week type thing. And I, I don't know. I, I, so you could either be positive about it. Well, no, I mean, it's not like they were negative, but I just, I think it just kind of made me realize how much fear does shape how we see things. Yeah. Even so you're saying they were positive, but they cloaked it in fear. In anxiety, yeah, and and being afraid of what yeah. was going to happen, yeah, yeah, there so, was there was some fear there, yeah. and I just thought, wow, and it comes back to talking about curiosity. It's like make sure that that curiosity is is not based in anxiety and fear. I think that's a different word though than anxiety and fear. 
it's hope, it's interest, it's having, you know, it's it's wonder. Exactly. So it's that's totally all different. It's totally different. Yeah, it's a yeah. different way of approaching that box. Yeah. Rather than what am I going to find in the box? Exactly. And I'm really scared, and exactly. I'm sure I even open it. Right, but I mean yeah. that was that was kind of what some of these people were expressing—a little bit of fear and yeah. anxiety because yeah. they didn't know. Right. And I thought, wow. So okay. if she just used that word, how about we approach it with curiosity? Yeah. I just completely, that that just negates all those negative words. I yeah, feel. and so maybe maybe that's, you know, something that educators could use too. Like, yeah. um, are we curious to see what's going to happen here, you know? And, and uh, we have more control than we think. And how do you get that control back? You feel like, well, what are you, what are you talking about? I don't have any control over COVID. <laughs> I don't have any control over the fact that I'm doing school online and I don't want to be doing this. Um, I don't want, I don't have control. I'm stuck at home. Well, you don't, maybe don't have control over those things that are causing you stress, but you have control over how you, you thoughtfully respond to, respond to them. So let's focus on what we can control, mm-hmm. not focusing on what we can't control. Mm-hmm. And then that reduces the anxiety. Mm-hmm. And hope, Great. hope. Let's talk about hope for a minute because hope is so important. I just listened to a... Uh, a webinar that was put on by Safe and Sound Schools and my dear friend Michelle Gay and Alyssa Parker who run the top school safety organization in the world. And they had this incredible woman on, Molly Hutchins, who um, wrote a book called Saving Sycamore. She disarmed a student who brought a a loaded gun to school. Um, Incredible, incredible story. And she was saying... You don't often hear people say every school shooting is um, preventable. Um, I know that because I say it, but I don't hear anyone else saying that. And I believe that just 100%. She was saying that every single school shooting is is, uh, preventable with one word. And I thought, whoa, one word. What's it going to be? And she said, hope. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow, that's what we all need mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. is hope. To believe I, I, in hope. Yeah. To believe, believe in hope. hope. And mm-hmm. I think that's something else that could really reduce the anxiety and uncertainty and fear. The overwhelm mm-hmm. that people are fearing mm-hmm. or feeling is fearing and feeling mm-hmm. is is hope. Mm-hmm. That missing. You're missing hope. Yeah. Yes. And you know, I think one way to have it is to know that you can. To know that that word is available. You know, we were talking about, like, if you didn't know that aspirin was there, you wouldn't know that you could take it and get rid of your headache. Mm -hmm. But if you know hope is there, you can choose to hope. Mm -hmm. And and so, you know, if you know your choices and you put your, your choices are positive, just choose that one. Choose the positive one. Mm-hmm. Frame your brain around it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may take, and it does take, um, discipline, and it takes um, courage and determination to just, I'm going to do this. I'm going to choose to do this today. I'm going to have hope. I'm going to be positive. Yeah, and there are different things that you can do to get there and to start off that journey because it may seem like an impossibility with wherever you are right now. Right. Um, But, you know, I think the first step is focusing on your breath, 
coming into the present moment, reminding yourself that right now you're safe and you're well and starting from there, you know, several times a day, remind yourself, wait a minute, wait a minute. Right now I'm okay. I'm safe. And it's, it's like focus a, your thoughts on gratitude. It's like a mind training. You know how you go through, it is. You go through training for your muscles yes. and your body and yeah. your coordination? Yeah. This is training your mind. It is. And and giving it a discipline. Yeah. And and working at it. And, I mean, it's just, and the beautiful thing is that our brains are plastic. There's this thing called neuroplasticity. So even if you were thinking in a different way, even if this is something that sounds new to you and you want to try it... You take those baby steps and you can change the wiring of your brain so that this, everything that we're saying becomes automatic. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the go-to mm-hmm. instead of the go-to being negativity, Pessimism. which by the mm-hmm. way, we're wired for, mm-hmm. it can be positivity, mm-hmm. optimism, hope. Mm-hmm. You have to understand how to get there. We're not born wired that way. It's kind mm-hmm. of, you mm-hmm. know, interesting. I was thinking, even if it seems insincere at first yeah just do it anyway right i mean they say that about the smiling too you know it's uh smiling even Uh if you don't feel happy smile anyway Mm -hmm. because if you do this duchene smile which is smiling with your 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 mouth but your eyes too to where Mm -hmm. you get those little crow's feet Mm -hmm. in the corner that's Mm -hmm. a real smile because your whole face is smiling even if you don't Feel happy if it you changes. do this Duchenne smile. You start getting the release of serotonin and mm-hmm. dopamine from your brain, and it makes you start to feel good. Mm-hmm. You're spreading that out mm-hmm. uh, to other people because just seeing another person smile, even if you're not smiling and you don't feel like smiling, you release the same neurochemicals. I know. Is I that just amazing? Read that the other day. I actually read. I did. I think it may have had a name. Even if you just barely turn the corners of your mouth up instead of down. Because, you know, in resting, your mouth kind of goes down. Mm-hmm. But just a little bit upturned mm-hmm. lip changes your brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that incredible? It's amazing. <laughs> so that's something else that you can do, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and you need to do it anyway because yeah. otherwise you just start having a U-shaped mouth. Upside yeah. down U. Yeah. Know? Yeah. But it, I, you know, I just had read about the chemical reaction it causes when your muscles are pointed up on your mouth. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, <laughs> directly related to the brain. The other thing you can do are brave poses. And mm-hmm. I do brave poses. They're, mm-hmm. You know, I catch myself sometimes, you know, kind of slumping. And, and I sit up, chest out, chin up legs spread, you know, mm-hmm. hands on my hips, mm-hmm. and that is st- starts accessing your executive functioning, and you start feeling powerful. It's a powerful stance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you can breathe better, too, because I was you just You can breathe better. Over. Right, right. And I'm sitting up. You can breathe better. You have more oxygen, so yeah. you feel better. Your brain's working Yeah. It better. does energize you. It does energize. I'm feeling energized right I now. I am, too. So maybe I'll go work on my list. Ah. <laughs> I know it was helpful to me. It's, it's helpful. helpful just to talk about it. It is. And it kind of like refuels you. Yeah. You know, you pull into the station for yeah. positive. Yeah. Fill my tank. And I feel I feel better. I'm thinking, gosh, tomorrow I will look with curiosity. 
Yeah. You know, when yeah. I first open my eyes, what is going to unfold in this day? And even if you knew this, it's really helpful to listen it and is. to have it. it and is. then let's, so let's just wrap up by relating it to the formula. You know, how, how do you deal with overwhelm and anxiety using the formula? Well, it takes courage. That's for sure. Right. Um, oh, and, and, and put this back into the end, please, uh, Tyler. But, um, oh, what was the other thing? I just thought of something. Um. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Careful with the words that you say and the thoughts that you think because there are strengthening words and thoughts and there are weakening words and thoughts, Mm -hmm. you know, so, um, and, and your focus, the, the weakening words, um, would just be going down the negativity path, you know, in the fearful path and allowing yourself to go down that path. Um, what are some negative words well, that I'm are thinking, weakening? Well, I'm thinking I can't is what came to mind. Yeah, I definitely. I can't do this. That's very weak. Yes, yes. And I give up. Yes. And I'm overwhelmed. I am Even, overwhelmed. Yes, yeah. that affirmation right there. I yeah. am overwhelmed. Yeah. I can't take anymore. Yeah. I am at my breaking point. Like, right. people actually say that to me. And I go, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's yeah. stop and let's really unpack that. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like, yeah. what do you need? What can I do for you right now? And actually, when I stop somebody and unpack it, they're like, well, actually... It's not a hundred percent true because I really feel okay about this and that. It's just that, you know, this, this thing over here and I'm like, okay, well let's focus on this little thing over here. How can we work that out? So it's really unpacking that statement, but don't, don't make that your go-to statement. Don't I make was it your say, go-to statement. That's what you say when your first thought is negative because we are wired for negativity. Yeah. That's what they're doing just right away. But when you actually ask them what is what is the real problem, they go, well, this is okay and this is okay. This is really all I'm worried about. So the first approach is just to blanket everything, the whole day, the whole list. Yeah. Every, uh, you know, the obligation yeah. instead of an opportunity right. is negative. Yeah. So, as you say, that's just uh, something that's kind of pre-programmed. So we have to learn to deprogram. Yeah, so, some of the responses that I'm hearing, um, they were the same responses pre-COVID. You know, but they're, the, they're responses that are said about COVID, but I was hearing the same things from the same people before COVID. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just asked the question... Okay, is that how you deal with challenges and roadblocks that come up? Is that the, those are the words that you use? Because it's not just, you know, this now, because I've heard you say that before about something else. Mm -hmm. And so just kind of think about how do I handle difficult situations? And, and I mean, am I handling the pandemic the same way I would a dead battery, you know, and, or, you know, having my dog be sick or, you know, an illness in the family. Yeah. Something something like, I don't know why this image came to mind. Of course, this is, you know, like the tin cans that are tied behind a wedding car. They used to, Mm -hmm. it's almost, I mean, that's a happy occasion, but I mean, I was thinking in a way it's kind of like in your life, you're pulling these tin cans behind you but not in a happy way they're more like dragging you're just dragging those same attitudes and opinions and views and perspectives with you Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. and you as you say cut the cord I mean you need to just 
change that. Mm-hmm. Make instead of tin cans, make them bells, or mm-hmm. you know, make them something that's positive, mm-hmm. and be aware of it. And I think that's what this podcast is going to do: is make people aware that you can look at something in a negative way or make it positive, mm-hmm. and just be a, aware every moment that that's what you can do. It's your decision. Mm-hmm. And think about the words that you say and the thoughts that mm-hmm. you think. Are they weakening you, or are they strengthening you? Because gratitude forgiveness compassion they strengthen you and anger negativity um fear revenge worry worry, they weaken you and so actually when you start being aware of what you're saying then you hear what other people say Mm -hmm. to you to other people and you go you'll go oh wait a minute actually that's weakening and we want to turn that around to strengthening. You're, you'll be able to direct other people mm-hmm. um, because you really you want to be strengthening yourself all the time. You mm-hmm. want to surround yourself with people who are strengthening you. And so that's really important to be aware of. Mm-hmm. And what's the outcome? You enjoy life. Yeah. You can enjoy life. Flourishing. Instead of fretting about it. Yeah. And worrying about it. Right. You can just be in the moment. In the moment. And be happy that you can be in the moment. Yes. And appreciate it. Because every thought, every thought that we think is leading us towards languishing or towards flourishing. flourishing. And it's a choice when you have that awareness. Mm -hmm. It's just the awareness. Mm -hmm. And so start practicing because it is a practice. Mm -hmm. Because then you're going to go, oh my God, I'm going to do this. And then tomorrow morning you're going to wake up and forget. But then you're going to remember and just start practicing. Mm -hmm. Start practicing. Mm -hmm. Life is this beautiful thing that it gives us so many opportunities to practice. So let's wrap it up with the formula. How do we do the formula? Well, mm-hmm. of course, first, all of this takes courage mm-hmm. to really stop yourself in the moment with everything that you have going on, especially in the middle of being like, I'm overwhelmed. It takes courage to stop, be in the present moment, ask yourself the questions. Am I safe? Am I well? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is my family well? Yes. Uh, and, and give yourself a break then. And that only in that space Can you thoughtfully respond to what's going on? Remember, the external stressor is there that you can't control, but that anxiety portion is something that you can control in your thoughtful response. Mm -hmm. That's how you take your personal power back, in your thoughtful response. Mm -hmm. And you can shift your lens of of, uh, thinking, the words that you speak, from negativity to to being more positive, optimism, hope. I was going to say. Through gratitude. Some of the words that we would carry away from this today curiosity mm-hmm. and hope mm-hmm. and and I was thinking um, and gratitude mm-hmm. that if you think of your life as an instrument musical instrument mm-hmm. and how in order to play that and make music you have to learn the notes you have to uh, learn the melody you you have to be able to read music it's a discipline mm-hmm. and it's a learning experience so if and then you could you could make this beautiful music. So you are given this instrument. That mm. is your life. How do you want to play it? Ooh. And you know that it has to be done with some study, mm-hmm. some thought, mm-hmm. some pre-thought, and you know determination. I mean, it, and then you can make music mm. or, or not. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What kind of music are you yeah. going to make? Yeah. But that's what that's what life is. Yeah, you're given this instrument. That's to beautiful, play. and it, it it's true. I love that. Yeah, I really love that. So let's finish off the yeah. formula. So yeah. then forgiveness, forgiveness is mm-hmm. big now because everybody's in tight 
headquarters and they're being faced with a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a really challenging time and, you know, we, we have to work on our relationships. Mm-hmm. So forgiveness is big. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness doesn't mean revenge, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It doesn't mean, uh, it, but doesn't mean, um, making lists of things, you know, that, that people need to apologize for. It just means, um, it means cutting the cord. It means letting it go and mm-hmm. taking your personal power back. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and then of course, some really important, having the courage to step outside of everything that you have going on and to help somebody else. I mean, truly that's why we're here on earth to love and Mm -hmm. serve other people, Mm -hmm. support them, um, be compassionate towards them, identify needs and then actively do something to help ease another. And the amazing thing I love this is that all the science says that all, and I say this of the nurturing, healing love that we give out, we get back and more. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. The more we do for others, the more we receive. And of course, that's not why we do it, but it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Compassion in action. Mm -hmm. And of course, when you have that formula, you're choosing love. You're Mm -hmm. choosing love over fear. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the foundation of everything that we do at the Jesse Lewis Choose Love Movement. So I want to thank you all. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's really, really fun to be here. And I'm thinking, you know, choosing love, to choose to love yourself, too. So important. Yeah. and that's, Well, you actually have to love and accept yourself before, before you, you love and accept other people. Mm-hmm. So do some mirror work, you know? Mm-hmm. Look in the mirror mm-hmm. and look in, your, look in your own eyes mm-hmm. and say, I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. I love every part of your body. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do. I'm just amazed that my that my body has gotten me through up until now I'm just like wow I really am an amazement at my body you are amazing like mm-hmm. you have gotten me through two kids and you know just everything horseback riding and mm-hmm. everything that I've done everything I've wanted to do my body's been there for me mm-hmm. and it's it's like probably like okay but we'll do it and it has you know what I mean That's true and it you even sure you want to do this right okay okay uh, but it's carried me through everything and yeah, it's and here someone right said the now other day, your body has natural self-healing qualities if you just let it, it will self-heal. It knows that it needs to. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Right. And yeah. you just like, wow. So you have that power. Yeah. I haven't always been nice to my body. And even though I haven't always done what's in the, its best interest, even though I've abused it at times, here it is. Yeah. Present Still, with me right now. Yeah. You know, sitting here mm-hmm. and working, yeah. mm-hmm. functioning. Wow. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that's mm-hmm. a miracle. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, incredible. I totally agree. Yeah. That kind of gratitude. Yeah. What that kind of wonder. You were saying wonder, mm-hmm. right? That kind of wonder and amazement mm-hmm. and curiosity. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's incredible. How yeah. do you do that? Right. <laughs> yeah. So wonder, curiosity, hope. Yes. Uh, gratitude and love. Yes. Yeah. Those, those are the words for the day. And they're yeah. definitely strengthening words. Mm-hmm. So thank you all very much Mm -hmm. for listening to another Choose Love podcast, and we will see you next time. It's all part of us. We can all choose love. It'll lift you up if you let.